Hello and welcome to season 12, episode 12 of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. Now today I want to chat to you about my five steps to handling unhappy clients in your pet photography business. They're an unpleasant but inevitable part of running a small business and while negative feedback or criticism can really feel like a blow to our confidence, to our business, especially since photography is such a you know personal intimate service, there definitely are strategies that I've learned over the last 12, 13 years um, to handling unhappy clients and it can really turn the situation around. So stay tuned for these five steps to effectively resolve complaints in your pet photography business. But first, I did want to let you know about a free workshop that I am hosting towards the end of August. It's on August the 24th. It's an inbox zero workshop. So this has been highly requested by some of the members who know how geeky I get about productivity. So it is a completely free workshop, whether you're a member or not a member. So head on over to either the show notes for this episode, which is the petphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1212 for season 12, episode 12. Or I've also created a little handy short URL. So you can just plug in productivity for photographers and you can go grab your ticket there. So I can either see you live on August 24th or there will be a free replay as well. So if you can't can't catch up live then you can always watch the replay but yeah I'm gonna share all my best tips for handling your inbox stopping overwhelm when it comes to all your emails making it more productive more efficient for you um, I get really geeky and really excited about this stuff so I just wanted to make sure that you knew that that event was coming up it's gonna be totally online so you can just uh you know check in from wherever you are in the world so yeah that's productivity for photographers it's the inbox zero workshop All right, let's get on to today's episode. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. So let's break it down. Our five steps for handling unhappy clients. In our worst case scenario, we've got a client, we've done their session and they're not happy, Jan. Uh, We've got five steps. Step one is to quickly assess the situation. Step two is to listen. Step three is to reflect and empathize. Step four is to find a solution. And step five is to follow up. So I'm going to dive into each of these steps and make it really clear and simple for you to follow along. I've also written a blog post, so if you find it easier to refer back to it in writing, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. So step one is to quickly assess a situation. If you receive a complaint and you need more time to decide how to handle it and potentially to calm down, a simple and really quick response is better than total silence. So don't let them be, you know, left on red or in an email situation, don't just leave it sitting in your inbox for a couple of days while you work out what to say. So just a really quick, hey, I'm so sorry to hear that you're unhappy with any part of this experience. I'm out shooting today, but as soon as I have a chance to sit down and review this, I'll get back to you and we can come up with a solution. That's all you have to send. I know in the heat of the moment when you're feeling really emotional, um, it can be easy not to write the right thing back. Um, So it's much better to 
give yourself a little bit of time to process if that's necessary. Now, if the complaint is really angry, I would recommend getting on the phone or even better on Zoom so that you can actually see each other face to face. I know that this feels like the absolute last thing that you want to do with an unhappy client, but so much in our tone of voice is totally lost over email. So on the phone, you can communicate to them that you're on their side and you're ready to find a solution with them. Now, step two is to listen. Listen to your client's complaint until they have finished. Don't interrupt them. Don't protest. Don't get defensive. It's crucial, crucial that they feel listened to and that they know that the details of their complaints are being heard by you. Now, it's really difficult not to take complaints personally when you've poured your heart and soul into your pet photography. Listen, I get it. I've been there. Um, you know, we, we're artists at the end of the day. We we put so much effort into what we're creating. So when someone's complaining about any aspect of our photography, photography business, whether or not that's the actual images or part of the experience, anything, um, it can really hurt. And if it doesn't hurt your feelings, oh my goodness, clap, 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 bravo to you. Because for me, anytime I've got complaints in the past, um, and it doesn't happen very often, I'm sure it doesn't happen very often to you either. Uh, but when it does happen, oof, that hurts. Anyway, what I'm saying is it can be really difficult not to take those complaints personally. So during this step two listen phase, it's a time to take a deep breath, put your ego aside and listen. Never, ever, ever blame the client, no matter the situation, even if they really were to blame. It never resolves the issue. Listening to your client's feedback can actually help you improve your business if you are able to put that ego aside. So for example, I once had a client who was really unhappy because I had retouched these scabs that were on her son's legs and knees for a printed canvas. I had done it without even thinking. I thought I was doing her a service. They, to me, looked pretty ugly. So yeah, I just got rid of some of the scabs and scratches on her son's legs. It was a, a photo of the son from the knees down um, and the dog. Anyway, so she felt that the scabs actually captured the essence of a rough and tumble childhood alongside your doggy friend. And she was really disappointed to see them go. So the solution was really simple. I apologized. I re-edited and reprinted the canvas. And then moving forward, I implemented a retouching approval stage for each and every shoot. So now the clients always see the proofs before it's printed. Kind of to me seems like, why wasn't I always doing that? But I wasn't. Um, so listening to my clients' feedback definitely helped improve my business. Step three is to reflect and empathize. Unhappy people really want to be heard and they want to feel validated. It would be so, so disappointing to hire a pet photographer, get excited about the shoot, put time and money into the service, and then not be 100% happy with some part of the experience. So even though you may disagree with their issue, you can still empathize with that emotion, that disappointment. So after this listening step, step two, you should summarize what the client has told you and if necessary, ask for any further questions to clarify. And you can be really just surprised at what you discover at this stage. So another example um, for me, I once had a client who told me that she, she hated the photos and she didn't want to order anything. Now, <laughs> understandably, I was mortified. Um, 
And I brought up her gallery and I'm looking through the images myself with like a really seriously bruised ego. And reluctantly, I gave her a call. I listened to her complaint. She's going, I'm so disappointed. I wanted to hang these in my living room. I don't like any of them. And so then when it came to this step three, the reflect and empathize step, I took the time to dig a little bit deeper. I said, I'm so sorry that you're unhappy with these photographs. I've reviewed them myself and I honestly do believe that they're reflective of my work and my style. So I want to find a solution for you. But can I ask, what is it specifically about the photos that you dislike? And she goes, I hate the way that I look. That jacket is so ugly on me. I'm wearing it in every single one of the photos. I look, my shoulders look huge. I hate the color. My goal was to get a canvas of me and Olive, her dog, to hang in the living room, but I hate the way that I look in all of them. Oh my goodness, what a relief. What a relief it was for me that I had dug a little bit deeper to find out what exactly it was that the client disliked about these photos. It actually had nothing to do with my service or my photography. And yes, technically, in my opinion anyway, the outfit choice was her mistake. So as per my contract, I wasn't really obliged to do anything. There's nothing in my service that says I'm going to, um, you know, organize your wardrobe for you. But at the end of the day, a happy client is my ultimate goal. So I reshot the session at no additional charge. She was ecstatic with the new photos, with the different outfit. And she was so, so grateful that I had solved the problem. So I was able to turn around a client who was just really emotional about the fact that she didn't like the way that she looked in the photos, but she wasn't, you know, between me and you uh, really um, explaining or verbalizing that clearly. So she's just going, I hate the photos rather than I hate what I'm wearing. So Anyway, if I had just not made the effort to actually pick up the phone and talk to her about what it was that she disliked, uh, I might have just, you know, accepted that she wasn't going to order anything and, and go away and have a little cry about the fact that she hated the photo. So I'm really glad that I did dig in, even though um, at, the, at the time it's the last thing that we want to do. And so step four is finding a solution. So first, I recommend just asking the client if they have a solution in mind. And if it's within your power to grant, that's a really simple fix. Sometimes this can mean swallowing our pride. Sometimes it might cost you actual money. So going above and beyond can help rebuild that trust and relationship. For example, throwing in a couple of extra prints is a relatively low cost to show them that you do care. So possible solutions for any client complaints that we might have is um, reprinting an order, re-editing, reshooting, or refunding. Now for me, refunding is sort of the last last ditch attempt. Um, I would much prefer to try and sort of save, save the photos, save the session for the client. But if they're really just unhappy and they don't want anything else <laughs> to do with the whole experience and they just want to refund, honestly, even though maybe they're not even entitled to it, I think in the long term of your business to just have a happy client and be able to move on with it, I personally would refund. Bad customer service reaches twice as many ears as praise for good experience. And finally, step five is to follow up. So after your phone call, follow up with an email that restates the issue and the agreed upon solution. And that can ensure that you both have a record of the recent communication and that you move forward with implementing that resolution. So basically after you've solved the problem, just follow up again, 
get it all in email. And then once you've actually fixed it, so done the reprinting, re-editing, reshooting or refunding, whatever it is, um, be sure to follow up again and get feedback from the client. A quick email or a quick check-in phone call to just to make sure that all the issues have been addressed assures to your client that you do really care about your work and your clients and their happiness with what you've provided. So some clients, as I said, they're not going to be happy even if you do offer to reprint, refund, re-edit or reshoot. In rare cases, you may have a client who's truly, honestly, just looking for an argument or to have a freebie. Be fair, but be firm in these situations. If they're not going to accept a reprint, refund, re-edit or reshoot, You have done everything that you can to rectify that situation and if they're still complaining, just make your peace with it and move on. So those are my five steps to handling unhappy clients. Step one, quickly assess a situation. Step two, listen. Step three, reflect and empathize. Step four, find a solution. And step five, follow up. I hope you found that helpful. Now, preventing an unhappy client does often come down to managing their expectations and keeping them well-informed every step of the way. And the best way to do this is to ensure that your client knows exactly what's happening from inquiry to delivery. So if you don't have a system in place already to make sure that your clients know what's happening and you're updating them, definitely check out our email templates for photographers. There's over 40 customizable templates specifically written for pet photographers in this massive PDF. You can update it to suit your business or you can just copy paste it um, because yeah as I said it's specifically written for you guys for pet photographers so yeah check out email templates for pet photographers that will also be at the productivity for photographers link um, productivityforphotographers.com where you can also grab your free ticket for the inbox zero workshop okay hope you enjoyed this episode and bye for now Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.